The following program is brought to you by Speak the Word Ministries. You may have given up hope. You might even think it's hopeless. God says it's not hopeless. He says all things are possible with Him. Him that believes, all things are possible. You have to believe. Speak the Word. Welcome to Speak the Word with author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey. Speak the Word Ministries is called to train up God's children to be soldiers of Jesus Christ. Speak the Word. Speak the Word. God's Word. Speak, speak, speak God's Word. We invite you to visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. That's speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe with a message titled, I Believe. Speak the Word. I've taken my message from Acts 27, verses 23-25, and I'm taking this from the New Living Translation. Most of us are familiar with the storm that Paul got called in when he was being taken to stand trial before Caesar. It says that the storm had raged for many days and that no one had eaten for several days. Some people said it was for 14 days that these people had not eaten. So finally, Paul called the crew together and he said, Men... He said, you should have listened to me in the first place. How many times have you heard that phrase? You should have listened to me in the first place. If you had listened to me, I can't tell you how many times I've told my children that. If you had listened to me in the first place, you would not be going through this. But you know, we all hard-headed. And apparently these men were hard-headed. And Paul said, if you had listened to me in the first place and not left Cray, but take courage, he says, because none of you will lose your lives tonight, even though the ship will be gone. He said in verse 23, he said, for last night, he said, an angel of the God to whom I belong and to whom I serve stood beside me. And he said, the angel said, don't be afraid, Paul. He said, for you will surely stand trial before Caesar. How many of you in here have had prophecies spoken over you? I for one have several prophecies has been spoken over me. And I can remember when my husband was going through some things a few months ago that we had to bring back some of those prophecies to memory, Mm -hmm. to our recollection, because those prophecies had not been fulfilled. And those prophecies will be fulfilled. So those that have received prophecies over you, there are some people that prophesy over you, you just want to put them on the shelf and just forget about them. But then there are some true prophets. And when they prophesied over you, it will come to pass. Hallelujah. And he said, don't be afraid, Paul, for you surely will stand trial before Caesar. He said, and what's more, he said, God in his goodness has granted safety to everyone sailing with you. Praise God. And my favorite verse, verse 25, it says, so take courage. He said, for I believe God that it will be just as he has said. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, I want you to stop listening to the devil. He is a known liar and a deceiver, and the truth is not in him. According to John 8, 44, he is the father of all lies. He is the one who accuses you before your father every day and every night, night and day, according to Revelation 12, 10. The devil would take scriptures out of content in his efforts to deceive us concerning God's truths. He twists God's words all the time. As a matter of fact, a good example of this is, and you'll find it in Matthew verses 1 through 11. And this is when Satan was misquoting the word back to Jesus himself when Jesus was being tempted. So if Satan is misquoting the word back to Jesus Christ himself, 
you know he must be misquoting it back to you. Do you believe that? You know, I pray that God will give me the utterance to speak his word as the oracles of God. That's my prayer. And that I also pray that he will quicken your spiritual ears to hear and receive what he has placed in my spirit to minister to you. As I said, I consider it an honor to be a mouthpiece for God, an ambassador for Christ. And we're all ambassadors. I'd like to begin tonight by asking you some questions. I would like to ask you if you believe that God is the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. Do you believe that? Do you believe that He changes not? You know, in Malachi 3, 5 says He changes not. Do you believe that He changes not? Okay. And Hebrews 13, 8 says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So saints, let me ask you this. If you agree that this is true, let me ask you one more question. Why aren't we experiencing the power of God in our lives? If you believe that God changes not, if you believe that God shows no favoritism, God has no favorites. God never changes, which means His Word never changes. His promises never changes. He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So if we agree with that, why aren't we experiencing the power of God in our lives? We need to be experiencing more power in our lives. We have agreed that God hasn't changed. And if that's true, and it is, then we need to be operating in His power. Do you agree with that? I want to be operating more in His power. In 2 Timothy 3, verse 5 in the Berean Bible says, Having a form of godliness, but denying its power. Saints, I don't know about you, but I want to experience the real thing. Amen. Not just a form of it, but I want to experience the real thing. Do you agree with me? Yes. And I believe all of you do too. Yes. Breakthroughs, healings, and miracles only come from the real thing. They don't come from having a form of power. You know, and they don't come. Let me tell you this. You may not know this, but I hope, you know, I don't know. I think we're on streaming, but somewhere or another, my messages go around the world. God has blessed us with 230 radio stations plus YouTube and everything else. And this word is going to go around. But I want to inform them that God don't need lights running down the altar. And God don't need no smoke seams. He don't need no smoke machines. Brothers and sisters, if God wants smoke, he'll create it. And if he wants light, he'll create that too. Are you hearing me? Remember, he created this whole world, this whole universe with his word, and he wouldn't have any problem creating some smoke. Amen. If he wants it to rain, it'll rain. Amen. If he wants some smoke or some lights running up and down the screen. That's why we're not experiencing the power of God is because we're trying to make it happen. We cannot make God. We cannot force God to do anything. It has to be done with the whole heart. It has to be done from here. Are you hearing me? You can't force it. You can't make believe. You know, you just can't do it. It does not work that way. Praise God. We have the real thing living on the inside of us. And we have been given the real 
power. We have the real thing. Thank you, Jesus. In Luke 9, 1 through 2 in New King James, it says, Then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power over all demons and to cure diseases. And he also backs this up again in Matthew 10, 1 and 10, 8. If you're taking notes, he tells us the very same thing in all these scriptures. In other words, he's saying that we have authority over all the demons. How many demons? All, all the demons and over all sickness, according to Luke 10, 19. In verse 2, he said he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. In Acts 10, 38 at NIV, it says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power and how he went about doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil because God was with him. How, why did it? Because God was with him Amen. and God is with you Amen. and God is with me. As you're going to find out as we go further on, God is still with us today and he is waiting for us to act on his word. He's waiting. A lot of people is waiting on God. God waiting on us. He's with us today. He's in us and he's for us. If he be for us, who can be against us? Just think about that. We need to think more about what God's word is saying. And we need to take it serious. You know, we'll believe most anything anybody says on television, yeah. on radio. But when God tells you the facts of life and the truth, no, we don't. And you can't say that everybody does because if you did, they'd be evidence. Yeah. They'd be more evidence. There are some evidence, but they'd be more evidence. Yeah. I'm talking for myself. I need to do the same thing. I preach to myself. Just as well as I do anybody else. And I try not to step on any toes, but if I do, just say, ouch. 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 So I needed that, Lord. Thank you. <laughs> I tell you, I've had my toes stepped on so much, it ain't even funny. But you know, that's okay, because if I wasn't getting my toes stepped on, I wouldn't know anything. Saints, let me ask you a question. What does it mean in the name of Jesus? In other words, when you pray in the name of Jesus, what does that mean? Think about that. Just take a second and think about that. What does it mean in the name of Jesus? I know that I'm not a king. I know I'm not the king of kings or the Lord of lords. But you and I have been authorized and empowered and sent. According to Luke 9, 1 through 10, it says, And gave them power over all demons and to cure diseases. I do not have the ability, and I want you to hear this, you don't have the ability either. I do not have the ability to heal anyone, brothers and sisters. Amen. But I have been given the authority. I have been given the authority to lay hands on the sick. I have the authority, and Jesus has the ability. Praise God. We work together according to his word. He says in Mark 16, 20, and this follows right after Mark 16, 17, where he says that you can go and lay hands on the sick and cast out demons, cast out this, drink poison. It won't hurt you, all that. And 16, 20 says, and disciples went everywhere and preached and the Lord worked through them. You do not do it on your own. When you release your authority that you have been given, then Jesus will release his ability. And your authority, he's given you the authority. He has the ability. And he will work through you. Are you hearing me? That's news to some of you. 
You don't have the ability to heal anybody. I can't heal a gnat. <laughs> but I have the authority. Hallelujah. And he has anointed my hands, these hands, and called me to minister to the sick. He's anointed me, anointed these hands, and called me to minister to the sick. And if I exercise that authority, then God will, he will come in with his ability. And when he steps in his ability, that's when the person gets out of the wheelchair. That's when that person throws those crutches aside. That's when that cancer falls off and that tumor falls off. When you mix your authority that's been given to you with his ability. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? Keep that in mind. You mix your authority with his ability. It says right here, Lord worked through them. The disciples went everywhere pre and preached, and the Lord worked through them. And he has anointed, like I said, my hands, these hands. So when you say, in the name of Jesus, you are saying, I am speaking on his behalf. Amen. When you say, yeah, I am the name of Jesus, I command you to get out of there, you foul spirit. And when that's exercising my authority, yes. and when I do that, Jesus brings in his ability. And when he does whatever it is I'm speaking to, better get out of my way. Come on, man. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. You and I are doing what he wants done. When you are exercising your authority, you are doing what he wants done in that particular situation. In that, by the authority of his name, whether it's laying on of hands or the casting out of evil spirits. I've cast out of not only but a couple of evil spirits. Thank God I haven't been around too many. But there are some I think needed to be cast out. But I wasn't in a position to do so. Not because of the authority, but because of the situation. Because the authority always is with you. Be quiet. You know why? Because he, he lives in you. Amen. Wherever you go, the authority, the ability, the ability goes, and he's given you the authority, so you're going hand in hand. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? Whether it's laying on the hands or casting out evil spirits, it's, it's why when evil spirits hear this, and you're really doing it in faith, the evil spirits will run in terror when they hear you. When you resist in Jesus' name, I want you to hear this, when you are resisting something in the name of Jesus, they don't see you. The demons, they don't see you. They don't hear you because they know who sent you. Are you hearing me? In Zephaniah 3.17, it says, The Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He says he will take great delight in you. In his love, he will no longer rebuke you, but he will rejoice over you with singing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Saints, because of everything that is going on in the world today, many of you are fearful, but God tells us in Psalms 46, 1 through 3, he says that he is our refuge and he is our strength. He says he is an ever-present help in trouble. Hallelujah. He says, therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, and the mountains fall into the sea, though the waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. 
Saints, I could go on and on about how God is always with us and how he'll never leave us, which he says in Hebrews 13, 5. And he also tells us again in Deuteronomy 31, 6, where he says, be strong and be courageous and do not fear or be in dread of them. We don't need to be fearful of them for it is the Lord your God that goes with you and he'll never leave you nor forsake you. So there's nothing to be afraid of. Yes. Things do change, and people change, but God never changes. Amen. Bless His holy name. And one of the things that never changes is the Word of God, and the truth of God, and the promises of God. Hallelujah. He tells us in Matthew 24, 35, He says that the sky and the earth will pass away, but my Word will never pass away. Everything on this earth will pass away. Yeah. All those things that you've accumulated, all those things that you have worked your butts off for. <laughs> but everything is going to pass away except for the Word of God. Amen. Because He is His Word. He is His Word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I remind you again that he says he is the Lord and he changes not. Praise God. So his word never changes because like I said, according to Gospel John 1, 1, he is his word. His word is always powerful and it never loses his power because he is the same God today, yesterday, and he will be the same God tomorrow and forevermore. He is the God in the valley and he is the God in the mountain, on the mountain. Hallelujah. He's the God when you're on top of the world and you think everything is coming, going, um, is roses coming up, roses. And he's also with you when you're down in the valley. When you think you can't take another breath, that you need some help. He's down there with you in the valley. As a matter of fact, it's not such a bad place to be in the valley because it's in the valley that we grow. Yeah. We don't ever do any growing on top of the mountain. That's right. We do all of our growing down here. Ah, we don't want to be down here. But if we don't ever get down there, we'll never do any growing. You don't, you just, you do, you're growing when you're going through your trials. That's where you're getting some revelation. He allows certain things for your own benefit. Okay? He doesn't cause harm to come to you, but He allows certain things to help you, to help you get a better revelation and also to protect you in the future. What you might think is a big thing today in the future is going to be a big thing. So he wants to help you today so it doesn't become a mountain. He wants to help you while it's still a little heal. Do you hear me? His word is just as powerful today, saints, as it was the day that Paul and the other apostles were inspired by the Holy Spirit to write it. I want you to know that the Bible has many writers, but it only has one author. One author. And that's the Holy Spirit. The only one. All these other people, they were writing this Bible under inspiration of the Holy Spirit. So that means we only have one author. Many writers, but one author. Praise God. As God has stated in Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 9, He says, There is nothing new under the sun. Hallelujah. Ecclesiastes verse 1, uh, chapter 9 says, The thing that has been... It is what will be again, and that which has been done is that which will be done again. And there is nothing new under the sun. Hallelujah. Saints, what is the Lord telling us? He is saying that people have always gone through trials, and kingdom children have always suffered violence, and this is nothing new. 
And from the time John the Baptist began preaching until now, according to Matthew eleven twelve, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully, and I, I emphasize forcefully, I capitalize forcefully, advancing and violent people are attacking it, and they are still attacking things of the kingdom today. That's right. They'll never stop. They'll never stop. And they're still attacking, like I said. And the way we handle these trials is the same way that God's children have always handled trials, and that is with the Word of God. Hallelujah. I should have brought my sword tonight. <laughs> I do have a sword. But did you know, that is your sword. Come on, come on. And did you know that out of all your muscles, that your tongue is the strongest muscle in your body? Yes. I wonder why. <laughs> some people have sharper tongues than others. And some of us have been at the blunt end of some of them swords. See, God created these lips and this tongue to praise Him. Yes. To glorify His name. Yes. Not to say things. He gave you this mouth to edify. Yes. The Bible tells us, I think it's in Ephesians 3, that you should be edified, you know, that you should uh, use your words to edify, to lift up and not to discourage anyone, but to edify it. Hallelujah. And we do that by putting on the whole armor of God and by wielding the sword of the Spirit. But in order to be successful and resist the devil effectively, you have to be armed with the Word of God. In other words, you have to meditate on His Word. Meditate. The Bible says meditate day and night. And it also then hide it in your heart according to Psalms 119, verse 11 through 16. And let me ask you this. How do you meditate? I want you to think about that because you say, Pastor Joe, I don't understand that. The Bible says I need to meditate on the Word day and night. How can I meditate day and night? Well, you meditate by what you mutter. You meditate by what you speak out loud. And you meditate on what you imagine or ponder on. Are you hearing me? Brothers and sisters, your imagination is a part of the pondering. Your imagination plays an awful big part in that meditating and in that pondering. So when you know the Word and you hide that Word in your heart, only then will you be able to withstand all of Satan's assaults, withstand all of his fiery darts. Are you hearing me? Knowing what God's Word says about you and your situation is the key. It's the key to your victories. Speak the word to your body. Speak the word to your mind. Speak the word to every circumstance that mountain can't stand. You've been listening to author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey, on today's edition of Speak the Word. Speak the Word is a listener-supported ministry. Generous contributions from listeners like you enable us to continue bringing you this program each day. Learn how you can connect and support Speak the Word Ministries on the web at speakthewordministry.net. That's speakthewordministry.net. Pastor Joe will be right back in just a moment. But first, we're excited to tell you about Pastor Joe's book titled, God, Are You Listening? I Need Help. Do you need God's help perhaps like never before? In this book, Pastor Joe will help you develop a prayer life that delights the heart of God and moves Him to act on your behalf. If today's events have you in fear and worry, this is the perfect book for you. God, Are You Listening? I Need Help by Pastor Joanne Ramsey. 
If you'd like a copy, just ask for it when you include a donation of $10 or more. Or we can send you today's message on CD free. It's our gift to you. Write to us at Speak the Word Ministry, P.O. Box 9175, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23450. Or give us a call and make a tax-deductible donation with your debit or credit card. One of our friendly staff is standing by right now, ready to answer your call. Our ministry telephone number is 855-505-2297. That's toll-free at 855-505-2297. You can also email Pastor Joe and her team at speakthewordministry at cox.net. That's speakthewordministry at cox.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe with a closing prayer. Father, I thank you for your faithfulness. And even when we're not faithful in listening to the Holy Spirit, that you're still always there to rescue us from our storms. Thank you, Jesus. Father, thank you that we don't have a form of godliness, but we want to experience the real thing and not just a form of it. We want to experience breakthroughs, healings, and miracles in our lives. We recognize that we have the real thing living inside of us and we've been given the real power. Thank you, Jesus, not just a form of it, but the real thing. Thank you, Lord, that you have given us authority over all demons and over all sickness, according to Luke 10, 19. Thank you, Lord, that you are with us, the mighty warrior who saves. You are our refuge and our strength and an ever-present help in trouble. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we praise you. Amen and amen. From Pastor Joe and all of us at Speak the Word Ministries, we're glad you've joined us today. Once again, thanks for listening. Join us next time on Speak the Word. Speak the Word to every circumstance That mountain can't stand Against the Word, the Word of God Against the Word